giveaway alert. So, how would you like to have an opportunity to sit down with for coffee with Michelle and I? I mean, granted, in this whole COVID era and our listeners spread apart, it would be over Zoom, but still good. Well, we are doing a giveaway over at our Facebook page, further up and further in podcast, where you have a chance to enter to win a Zoom coffee date with us. You can also bring a friend along if you would like that as well. So head on over to our Facebook page. You just have to like our page, tag one of your friends, tell us what one of your favorite episodes are, and share the post, and you are entered. The deadline for the giveaway is January 10th at 8 p.m., so make sure you enter. Go to our Facebook page, Further Up and Further In Podcast. It's going to be good. Further up and further in to your presence, deep, deep, and deeper still in your river, satisfied longing for more. Welcome to Further Up and Further In. I'm Amy, and I'm here with Michelle. Hey, Amy. It's a good day in November. The very last day of November. Oh, I was like, wait a minute, we're in December. Not yet. No, we're not. One day. How many months into COVID are we now? A lot. Nine. Nine, okay. We've we've been in COVID long enough to have a baby. Oh. So what has been birthed in us? Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. What a way, that is, what a way to say that. (laughs) Sorry, I kind of took the wind out of you right there. (laughs) Just started in a direction that was like, (laughs) yep. You know, we never (laughs) quite plan our our start enough. We've got our contents and then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, what do I say now? But we've been talking a lot about our journey, our COVID journey on this podcast. We so have. We've been um, COVIDing long enough to have a baby. Thank God neither one of us have. We're kind of... Thank you, Jesus. I'm past that now, but I do have friends who are getting a grandbaby out of COVID and I don't want one of those yet either. Mm-hmm. Someday. will be great. Um, lots of other good stuff has been birthed in us through mm-hmm. much agony and we've shared that. Uh, today we're going to talk about what do we do with the stuff we learn. Yeah, exactly. Do you and have sound effects for that. Oh, I don't even know. I mean, all I can think of is like pages turning, but hey, there you go. Look at now. I'm bringing good. now. I'm bringing props into this. This is getting out of control. <laughs> okay, I think I should buy you a sound effect thing for Christmas. That's just what. like the little track thing where you just yes. press like yes. that'd be amazing. That'd be awesome. But yeah, but what what do, what are we supposed to be learning? Yeah, and then what, and do, we what do? do we do with it? Yes. So since you recently preached a most excellent sermon on this at our local Thank church, you. it seemed good to us that we would also do a podcast on the episode uh, uh, on the topic. So take it away, Amy. Oh wow. Okay. So wh- wh- what are we learning? What do we? Wh- why do we care about learning anything? Well, I mostly want to learn stuff so I don't die. That's my big motivator. It's, it's like I don't want to learn enough that I have to actually like leave my comfort zone. Yeah. But I want to learn enough to get more comfortable. Hmm. You're getting an insight into the yeah. motivations of Michelle. And and some people, right, me, I like learning just to gather all the information, like a little it's true. gathering. But I not would actually like that. go to university for the rest of my life. I was thinking oh, yeah. more in terms of uncomfortable life lessons, because I find that oh, okay. quite different from learning information. It's true. 
So I was referring to one, you were referring, I was to, the referring other. to the other. So this is clarifying for yeah. our podcast our podcast listeners as they listen to us mumble and funnel our way through this. They also get clarity, we hope. Yeah. Not muddying the waters. But the importance mm-hmm. of this topic that we're talking about mm-hmm. is to know who God is and what he says. So we can we can spot, we can see those counterfeit gods, those distractions, those things that want to pull us away. We can see them as they approach because we know who God is already. Yeah. And you and I are really committed to that. And I would even say that as a you as I would unpack that statement you just made that it's the blend of the two kinds of learning, actually. Mm-hmm. Because most of my growth has come out of this isn't working for me, so I need to learn something. Yeah. And in the process of learning things, I've wanted to know before I teach it to anyone else that it's really rooted and grounded in who God is and not mm-hmm. just a feel-good fluffy thing or some other like woo-woo philosophy that's actually going to end up taking me to a dark place. So yep. for our listeners, the stuff that we share, not only have we experienced it, but we have studied and learned it mm-hmm. and then become passionate about teaching others. And I think that's that's essential mm-hmm. is, is both the you know, straight knowledge per se, but then the experience. Mm -hmm. Those two combined produce something more than just facts or something more than just it felt good. Yeah. But it produces understanding. Because it actually even says it somewhere in the New Testament. Yep. Sure, I know exactly where it is, but it just says knowledge alone puffs up. Yes. So just knowing stuff makes us prideful. That is in 2 Corinthians she has it in her notes, you guys. It's not that she's smarter than me. It's true. It's because I preached a sermon on it. Look, Second Corinthians 5.13. Something like that. It's, Something. In, it's for 100% sure in the Bible. We both know it, and you've narrowed it and down. And in the epistles. Yes. It's like, no, actually, if you're just going after knowing stuff so you can know stuff and feel safe and secure and like you got one up on the rest of the world, we are not talking about yeah. that. Just oh. knowledge alone puffs us up. Yeah. Oh, man. It it. That verse, just a little side rabbit trail, is one of those ones that for me, because I like the gathering of information and I like being able to teach, that the ditch is, and because I know this knowledge, that somehow that makes me something, right? That that verse to come back to is like, okay, knowledge knowledge puffs up, but it is love that strengthens the church. Which it's is like, a really good extra part of the verse that I didn't quote. Right? Love so then it strengthens the church. If you're sharing the knowledge out of love for the strengthening of the body, then that's good. Yeah. But if you're just sharing it to be like, hey, look at me, I'm awesome. I know everything. Or it's not good. To be a fix it Phil. Yeah. Know it all Nelly. Like I'm serious. Can I say objective rational know it all. Oh, I don't know anybody like that. No, neither do I. (laughs) (laughs) Never experienced that before in my life. But you know, I mean I have within me this desire to be a fix it sometimes that Mm -hmm. is beyond the, the way that I know it is the love of Christ that's compelling me. Mm. It's because his love is sacrificial. He yeah. suffered. He, he, he put his skin into the game. He didn't just go around with information to smack people around and straighten them up. And sometimes I do want to straighten people up because their mess is actually inconvenient to me. Mm, yeah. So, as usual, you're all welcome to confessions <laughs> here in our listening audience. Where are we going with this, Amy? Yeah, we're going with, the, with this in the... In this, to know God and who he says he is, there's an aspect of coming with humility to be learners Mm -hmm. and coming in humility to be teachers. And those things go hand in hand. Okay. I 100% agree. 
Um, isn't teaching a special gift? In a from a certain point of view, it depends. To quote a Star Wars quote, <laughs> oh, um, okay. yeah, um, yeah. So there is something that is you know those that are called to teach should be teaching. Yeah, and there's a gift, a spiritual yeah. gift of teaching, which means people have an extraordinary or anointed skill in unpacking things it's in a true. way people can understand. And then we take a look at the Great Commission found in Matthew twenty-eight, eighteen to twenty. Sorry, I'm. Crowding in on so your sound. It goes to, that's okay. Right? It says go into all the world and, and preach the good news, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them, teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. So every follower of Jesus has a commission that involves teaching. Yes. And right when we hear teaching, it is we think of someone standing up in front of a group and going through their notes and having people fill in the blanks. Teaching is just show or explain how to do something. Yeah. So that's pretty simple. That's so anyone who's listening to this has actually taught people something yeah. in the past. What we want to do is call attention to and alertness to that as you are experiencing life where people have a lot to say these days and a million ways to say it, mm-hmm. you're called to be teaching through all your conversations. And yep. what are you teaching? Exactly. And how are we teaching? Yeah. So unpack that a bit. Yeah. Here. So... Man, as I was, you know, doing, thinking about it and, and spending time when I was preparing my sermon and just thinking about it in general, I mean, so many things call, there's two ditches. I mean, yeah, but it's true. It's, it's true. just a reality. Right, it is. Because yeah. if there's a, a, a straight and narrow, <laughs> then there's going to be two ditches on either side. And, and the two that I came up with as we're teaching people, sometimes we just avoid the hard topics. I've never done that. Neither have I. <laughs> We're, we need one... Okay, we're going to get you a sound effect board, and we're going to make one specific sound that all our listeners will know is the BS meter. Yeah, exactly. That is like clearly like they are... But we do... We just like... We avoid it. Oh. We disengage. We maybe Conflict just go... Conflict is bad. Ah! Conflict is from devil. Right? <laughs> or we do the nervous little laughter like, oh, ha, and then yeah. switch the topic or uh, whatever. Yeah. And yet, I think it's in First Peter... It talks about like be willing to give, be ready and willing to give an answer to anyone who wonders about the hope you have. And I love that verse because all of a sudden I'm like, well, the hope I have, because you know me, I'm all about the hope, so I I can do that. Oh yeah, that's way different, hey, than yeah. like make sure you have your you know hard theological, all the apologetics to back it up. It's just like give an answer for like the hope you have for the hope you have. Mm-hmm. Oh, and okay. that's coming up for me a lot with all the COVID stuff. Yeah, it's like. And fully acknowledging there's days that I need to go feel my own hope right mm-hmm. now. It's we got more lockdowns, it's hard, yada yada yada. Just hard. And but the hope that I have, like when people say all the ways these restrictions are gonna mm-hmm. annihilate their freedoms and their joys and everything else, and that's all a big topic. But I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute. One of my friends was just going on about not wearing masks because it covers her face and people can't see her expression and that's how they experience the you know, the face of God. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just a minute. I, I hear ya. I like seeing whole faces too, and I really like having mine uncovered. Um, I feel like I have pantyhose wrapped around my face. I hate it. <laughs> Some of our listeners are so young, they don't even know what I'm talking about. But back in the day when I had to wear them to school every day. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's what I feel it's like when worst. I take my mask off. <laughs> so anyhow, it's just like, no, like nothing. My eyes contain the, the hope that's in me. 
Mm-hmm. And that hope will not be quenched. And I've gotten a little bit more fierce, mm-hmm. even though I don't like conflict. It's like, yeah, but it's not just Pollyanna feel good. No. It has to be rooted in something. So we're talking about that learning what it's rooted in, not just a feel good feeling that someone can pop like a balloon. Yeah. And then also being so sure of it that we then share it. Yeah. And it's, um, I think it's in the book called Crucial Conversations mm, that they break it down where it's like Crucial Conversations isn't, you know, attempt your attempt to persuade. It's not your attempt to, I can't remember. It's on but your chalkboard. It was, I know it was on my chalkboard. But it, it's like, it's an interchange of ideas while recognizing and disclosing your inner feelings. Hmm. So it's like, as we come and we're teaching you know from thoughts? learning, I know, right? It's, it's showing up for the answer why we have the hope, mm-hmm. but then being so okay if someone doesn't hold the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Is this the other ditch? Uh, yep. Okay. So then that other ditch over there, right? Sometimes we just avoid because we're, we don't want to do it. And then the other time is we show up so aggressive without compassion, without humility, that, that in the end, we've actually we haven't made new disciples. Yeah. We haven't taught anybody about Jesus. We haven't encouraged other believers, like it says to in First Thessalonians. All we've done, and this is confession for me, the times that I've shown up like that, all it's done is kind of given me an ego boost in my pride. Like, hmm, I showed them. I knew exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. So basically, you just described Twitter for me. Yeah. It, right? It is a... We don't accomplish anything. Yeah. And, and why do we do it? Why do we show up like that when it's so clearly not well, how, a, what Jesus means? There's a blend of things in that, right? Like, mm-hmm. I feel good because I've reassured myself that I'm smart and I know stuff. Yep. I'll get a few of my tribe agreeing with me, and mm-hmm. that feels good. And there's also a fear. Yeah. So often anger is masking fear. Not that I'm all those posts or, or statements are necessarily angry, but they sure carry an edge with them. That's kind of meant to intimidate other people. There's mm-hmm. like this boom expression that makes people kind of shrink up or back down. And that fear is that things are wildly out of control or maybe I don't actually know. Yep. And that's a really unsettling feeling. So it just, even as I name it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't actually have to be in control of everything. Mm-hmm. I don't have to understand all the things because I have a God who does. Yeah. So what is my responsibility here? Yeah. And I think sometimes as we show up in conversations where people do hold different opinions than we do, you know, whether whether they are people that follow Jesus or, or don't, that sometimes we can take the difference in opinion as an attack on us. Mm-hmm. So let me, tell you a, let me tell you a story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so <clears throat> years ago when I was in Bible college, you spend your time talking about theology and mm-hmm. different topics. You know, you just, you just do. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, talking to this guy, and we, we just got on the topic of the role of women in the church. And he was explaining, you know, he held a different position than I do. No idea why you'd take this personally. I know, right? <laughs> but he held a different position than I do. Mm-hmm. And, and the way I remember it, he wasn't rude. He wasn't being a jerk about it. He was just going through scripture, saying why this is what, how he lands and how he understands it. And he'd kind of finished the thing, you know, his piece off of like, man, and I think, you know, if there was, you know, a woman pastor at a church, I don't think I could attend that church to some effect of that. I have so many sassy thoughts in my head right now. Oh, (laughs) so what I said back 
was that is the stupidest thing ever. They probably wouldn't even want you at that church. And I proceeded to destroy his theology. Like not even a like, hey, have you considered this? But just in a like. Not even pretending to be humble? Oh no, not even <laughs> pretending that I could be wrong. Not even pretending that I'm trying to be. It was just like, boom, 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 boom. What? And the, what? did I change his mind? No, I maybe actually solidified his thinking on some of his concerns. And the end result was, I, I don't recall speaking to him ever again. Yeah. I wonder, but, I sure would like to track him down I know, now right? and find and out like, hey! he's probably attending a church with a female yeah. pastor. <laughs> and I was just like... Oh, Amy, I'm and, sorry. Those are not good feelings no, later on. And, and why? Yeah. Because I took it as a personal attack. Yeah. It was I did not see it as... He's just trying to follow Jesus and he's looking at scripture and trying to understand what that means for his life. I took it as, oh, that's against me. Yeah. He's attacking me. Now I need to defend. And if I'm going to self-protect and defend, you better believe it. I'm bringing my big guns. And really, Amy, as uh, every, everybody who we all have a story like this. Yes, we do. Yeah. And even if we are like have reached some level of self-control where we moderate the external boom, boom, boom voice. If we're only doing the pretend on the surface, like, oh, have you thought of this? When inside you're like, I'm going to stick it to him. Yeah. The spirit of that is going to bear fruit. Yeah. So we're going to get fruit out of the spirit behind mm-hmm. what we're doing. Exactly. So much of it comes down to the why. What are mm-hmm. Why are we doing things? Yeah. So Period. we've talked a lot, I think, about all these vitriolic expressions going mm-hmm. around and I think it's because it matters and we're all feeling the pain of it we can't yeah. open any kind of social media platform without experiencing a bit of a stab mm-hmm. we don't want to be that no I have just such an increasing passion maybe this is something to be teaching <laughs> <laughs> that we can live in tension with ideas that aren't easily I mean right now everything's getting an either or slapped on it and none of yep. life is that simple exactly that false dichotomy yeah. of it's either this or this yeah. ignoring there's tension and mystery in yeah. so many things. And can we above all else love each other? Ooh. And I just long to stay in relationship with people with diverse ideas. Yeah. And I don't think it's just my natural bent that I want everybody to like me. I'm long past that. Yeah. It's like, can we maintain a friendship? I'm enriched by your perspective. I do better in my own thinking when it's challenged by mm-hmm. someone else's thinking. And it does in some ways make me more fully persuaded. But as I look into someone else's eyes and see that they are also fully persuaded... And we've had this experience so many times with being a woman in ministry. And I have found that as I can move forward with courage and confidence and gentleness, I have actually had a big impact on how people see the issue of women in ministry, just because you use that example. Yeah. And that is part of my story. I don't want disconnection with people that see things differently than me. No. Because, I mean, right, 1 Corinthians 12, 13, or 14 talks about 12, right? We're all... We're all a part of the body. Yeah. We all, and the body actually all needs to work together. Mm-hmm. We can't just have a hand off on its own doing its own thing because it disagrees with what the other hand's doing. Yeah. It actually, the body is made to work all together, even or and when we have disagreements. Especially. Especially when mm-hmm. we have disagreements. But yeah. it is, you're, I think that's, that is a, um, that's a skill that it, we actually, need to develop and put the time in to do it. So when you talk about developing skills and time, Mm -hmm. and we're talking about we're in a world with a lot of noise going on, and we're saying, hey, we're being called to teach stuff. 
to be learners and teachers. So have you got some tangible things that people can consider when they're trying to know God and what he says mm-hmm. about something? Yeah. And so when we're coming and we're thinking of maybe engaging into a, a conversation or a topic that... We're wondering when I even think oh, about Exactly. A topic. Or even just me, myself, and I. Here's some questions to ask yourself from a multitude of different angles. And it's just easy, right? The five W's. Because that's just an easy way to stick in my head, right? Yeah. So it's like, who do you believe in? Who God, do you believe? The government. Who do you, what, who, what? Exactly. Where you, where's your, what's your source? Right. And what so, do you actually believe? Exactly. What, then you just did the, what do you actually believe? Mm-hmm. So that's the next one. Okay. So who, and then what? What? When? When do our beliefs matter? Mm. Because sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're a preference. Yep. And you could just take a deep breath, shut up already, and say something pleasant. Exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And and where do our beliefs need to be engaged with? Where? Like, who are we called to? Yeah. Hmm. And then why? Why do we believe what we believe? Yeah. So as we look at all the things going on in the world today, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of hot topics. Yeah. I can think of five I saw in my news feed this morning. Yep. These are really good questions yeah. to ask. And then the last one, which isn't a W, but everyone tacks it on, is the how. So how do our beliefs engage with our actions? Hmm. So you, I shouldn't just be yakking away if I haven't done the interacting with my actions? Exactly. And I would be go so far to say, if you say you believe in something, but your actions don't actually line up with that, yeah. you may not actually believe it. <sighs> So you'd just be one more clamoring voice in the wilderness. And do we want to be that? I don't. I don't. I do not. I do not. I do not. I do not. So here we are acknowledging that as we are facing the same issues everyone else is, oh, we're yeah. wanting to be good learners, good students. Yeah. We have an obligation. Just work through things that we need to. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just part of maturity, I think. Yep. And then... As we are engaging with people around us, we have a responsibility to be teachers in a sense of sharing what we know, Mm -hmm. but doing it with a tone of humility and grounded in something solid, which are your W's. Yes, that's exactly it. Because if if all we're saying is, oh, hey, I think this because I like the way it sounds. Mm -hmm. Which maybe I have done. I, I mean, I've done it too. Sure. We're just into opinions then, which it's is true. different than the knowing who God is and what he says. Yeah. So for our listeners who are dealing with stuff, mm-hmm. stuff, yep. we're just encouraging you today to be a good learner mm-hmm. and then to not hesitate or draw back in your conversations from just sharing humbly the things that you have learned, which makes you actually a follower of Jesus in the Great Commission. Yep. And as you do that, you will become a catalyst for others to go further up and further in.